Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI. Bobby Couch, how are you doing today? Yes, I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully. I'm doing wonderfully. Good. How has your day been different today as a result of COVID? I think that that's actually a multifaceted question. Honestly, I don't feel like my day's changed. Um, It's definitely one of those things where you always have to prepare for, you know, disastrous and worst case scenarios and bad situations, pandemics. Of course, we don't see those coming, but... Um, in regards to my business and just kind of my day-to-day life, not much has really changed because I don't work at nine to five. Um, I kind of work for myself. So it's just allowed me to really tap in even further and um, focus on being more self-disciplined and getting things done that I might have wanted to get done like a month ago. So I'm kind of playing catch up right now. It's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> like I think a lot of people are really upset, but it's also like, time is not real it's what you do with yours and like it's all about the energy and stuff like that so I'm here for it um but yeah my day my day is great <laughs> that's a very interesting perspective you have built into this future economy where you're built all digitally you're built to operate remotely you can still communicate with your team just fine for the most part I mean the only the major the major change that has transpired I will say that I do miss right now is travel so for me um, just full disclosure, full transparency. Like I was supposed to be in LA right now and I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio randomly. Like I'm just quarantining. So it's one of those things where it sucks and these events have all been postponed, but it's also what does this postponed look like? Does that allow additional time for me to kind of creatively stretch my wings and figure out placement of things versus kind mm-hmm. of being in such a time crush of a of a race because in the role that I do, I'm operating every other weekend, throwing an event in a different city. So um, as an event curator, it's kind of always my job to figure out what's the new cutting edge thing. I think even with some of the party promoters that are transitioning the space into like a DJ battle setup and like just different things where it's like, how can you do these virtual things and keeping, keeping the economy relevant, but then also keeping the social media content presence relevant. And I feel like I have a lot of content that I can get to social media. So like from an entertainment perspective and like a marketing and influence perspective, this is a great time um, for us to build that momentum so that when this outbreak and pandemic is over, um, we can really come out even that much stronger um, when it comes to curating an event. Because what type of event will it be as soon as this coronavirus is complete? Like that's a hell of an event. People are looking forward to that. So how can I Agreed. be that? How can I be that vessel? You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, it sucks. We're down to the last on the toilet paper and the paper towels, hand sanitizer. Let's run and go get more. And like, money's tight, but it's also like, when was money not tight? You feel me? Like, it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like, when was money not tight? So let's be real with ourselves. Like, we just need to do what we need to, what we need to do for ourselves and see how we can operate on the essentials. And I think this is going to strengthen a lot of people's perspective of life and i've already seen it it's one of those things where like this is college welcome like hello yes yes and 
I want to dive into a little bit of what you were just talking about. You were just saying you were an event curator and a lot of the people listening to this might not be aware of Bobby Couch. So I was looking at, I would like you to go into who is Bobby Couch. And I think maybe a good starting place is I saw a piece of content on your page the other day that I think was based around COVID-19 and you had a whole team of dancers in a choreographed dance and that was your piece of content, right? Yeah, so there's actually two projects that I've recently released. Um, one of them is actually, well, they're both actually really old, which is kind of cool. And I think that that's kind of going to speak more to it. But I guess I'll start kind of start to finish and then I can cover and touch on some of those topics as well. Um, so yeah, I'm Bobby Couch. Um, Bobby like brown, couch like a sofa. Like that's my little tagline. It's a whole brand. Um, and what I do is I feel like I'm a special events and experience curator. And that's what I'm kind of called to do. So what that looks like is it's not a club promoter. It's not a party promoter. It's not um, a fashion designer. It's, uh, it's kind of a mixture of all of those things. So you kind of have to um, for one, understand your client or understand your why and purpose on why you're throwing the event. And then you kind of bring that idea to me. And then I'm all about brand evolution. So you have a music video idea if you're an artist and you're like, hey, I want you to listen to this song, Bobby. Like, what are your vibes? What do you see when you when you hear my song? Blah, blah, blah. And then like I kind of scope out this music video treatment and then we kind of create packages based off of that. Or if you are an up and coming model, like I help you get your comp card. So it's kind of like experience curator in that regard because it's like i'm helping you build your level of experience but then also experience curator because we can throw actual events and actual physical things whether that's a social media strategy or the black fashion expo pop-up cloud city fashion show whatever that may specifically be so those are kind of the baselines of like who bobby couch is as a I guess, career and a brand outside of a human. Um, and yeah. Secondly, there's another layer of Bobby Couch um, that just is truly like a creative director and like really into film and media and fashion and just influence in general, like figuring out ways to make the world literally stop much like Beyonce. So I kind of have this alter ego in a sense called Bobonce. And that's what you recently um, were kind of introduced to with the video that you were referencing, that was actually called Formation. Um, I threw a huge fashion show at the University of Cincinnati in 2016, and that was our promo reel, but um, it was recently International Women's Day, so I just kind of brought it back on some like Throwback Thursday type of stuff, but um, just because I guess the following that I have now isn't necessarily the same following that I had in 2016, this content looks brand new to them. So it's one of those things where to me, this is like four years old and like no one cares about it, but like it is kind of still relevant to this day. So like, let me just redrop it. So like now it's one of those things where I'm kind of revisiting some of my old projects because a lot of people are like, you're so ahead of your time. You're so ahead of your time. You're doing things like ahead of yourself. And it's like, you look back and like, damn, if this dropped today, it would have such a huge impact. So that's kind of what happened with coronavirus. Full disclosure, coronavirus with Genevieve Effa and um, what's his name? Sorry, <laughs> language. Um, Kersey, Kersey Young, who owns Westside Vintage, is also in the video. He pretends to be literally coronavirus. So Cardi B have the song. It's a whole vibe. Next thing you know, it's like this digital coronavirus challenge. So I was like, oh well, this thing that I shot for Halloween last year, I definitely had like a mask. So like. Oh, it kind of goes to the song. Perfect. Let's switch the audio out. 
and we made that a vibe. So it wasn't something that I just recorded. It's just content I've been sitting on where it's like, oh, this Halloween party didn't work out, but it's cool. Coronavirus is trending. Let's use her now. So that's kind of like my thought process um, sometimes when it comes to revisiting some of the old things that I've done where it's like, sometimes we just are shooting just to shoot and it never comes out. But when it does come out, it's like, this was the perfect time for it. So that's just how I've been operating. Um, I'm curious of how you've seen social media shift because as of like a week or two ago, we were posting pretty regularly on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. We were, we had like a framework and that's how we were posting. But once COVID, once coronavirus came, we kind of stopped and thought, oh God, everything's going to change. So we need to take a step back and look at how everything's changing and see how we're moving forward. So I'm just going to use this as an opportunity to pick your ear. You seem like you have a lot of expertise in terms of social media. Do you have any, have you seen any observations or do you have any predictions of how creators are going to change their presence on social media as a result of this? Absolutely. So I think the biggest shift has been in business as well as just social interaction. Um, There are now more applications than ever that are developing to um, create a larger scale group chat conversation um, as far as like, you know, kind of like the FaceTime thing, but like back when there were chat rooms, like they're kind of bringing that thought process back in a way more high quality and cool way. So um, like, I don't know if you're familiar, there was there used to be a website called Chat Roulette and you could literally like be on chat with just random people all over the country. And it just constantly yeah. was circulating through them. You could skip people, it was almost like, like Tinder, it. but live <laughs> in a way. Um, so it's kind of a really cool thing, but I think it's really gonna push the envelope of what do roles look like now? Now that all these people were able to take their office computers and go work from home, and these entrepreneurs are now being groomed and built to build their own businesses, like what will come out of this? Does that make the economy completely different where we now see where Apple and Nike are closed, where it's like, okay, so now is this great news for the next streetwear brand? We don't know. Like you have to really apply yourself and figure that out um, on a case-by-case scenario. But I think the social media aspect of it has improved immensely and i think the creators of social media content will ultimately rule the world right now because we do things differently and the way we announce things is different and everyone's watching there's nothing else to do so you have no choice but to click the next instagram story so this is a great time to really tell a story um as well as get that content and that brand strategy out there. So Fashionist Columbus is taking exactly those precautions to do it. We're rewriting our entire story. We deleted everything and started from ground one. As soon as we found out about the epidemic, it was a perfect time for us to reset. We're rebuilding a website. Like it's great timing for this. So I don't know. (laughs) I think it's affecting everyone differently. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're going through it with kind of a, kind of a rebrand, but an entire company and brand reset. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. I really respect that. What do roles look like now in kind of this increased chat rooms, uh, shifting it to the, the industry because social media is just actually, do you know Sam Rothstein? I do know Sam Rothstein. That's my guy. um... Sam Rothstein. I was talking to him. uh, I was on one of his live chats yesterday and he was saying, you know what? Musicians used to look at me and they used to be like, I don't need to use social media whatsoever. And now they're looking at me and they're saying, holy cow, why didn't I listen to you? Now They used to think social media was just a component, but now it's the only component that they have. And 
I, I agree with you that everybody needs to shift how they're thinking about their business models. And if you weren't considering social media, now is the time that it needs to be thought of. Um, question for you on the consumer side. Uh, has, your, has your perspective or have your habits around consuming social media content changed since quarantine and lock-in time? Have you seen your relationship with consumption change in terms of social media? Absolutely. Um, I think for me, social media has become more and more like a job because of the fact that it does drive my business so much. So from Black Fashion Expo to the Cloud City Fashion Show, promoting model calls, like it becomes a part of what will make you successful um, in the new millennium. So it's one of those things where it's like, we're no longer doing things. Like, I don't want to see a band poster on a post-it sign. Like, I don't need to see that any longer. That's not the way that we are marketing now. Everything is digital. Everything has to be marketed on social media, TikTok. We need a challenge. Every single local artist, when they're dropping a single, should probably have some type of engagement challenge for their followers and fans on Instagram. So you just have to kind of understand that we're dealing with completely different technology, but we're also dealing with the world that's able to consume this technology. So to me, the, the consumption aspect, unfortunately for, for the world that I'm in, it will never stop. <laughs> so um, I'm just in a place where I'm embracing the amount of consumption that I have, but I'm also trying to monitor it and make sure that I schedule it out strategically where I'm devoting specific hours of my time just to social media structure. So it's very different. Heard last question about social media and then we'll move on. I'm I'm really I really respect the content that you put out here in Ohio. So uh apologies if we're asking too many about social media, but uh, you mentioned TikTok. I have been producing for voice first TikToks for probably six months now and we probably put up four or five TikToks a week and they're all based around musicians and content that we get that we redistribute on the platform. Do you think TikTok is a platform of 2020 that uh, is still coming up to approach the size of like an Instagram? Um, What are your thoughts on TikTok coming into 2020 with this? I think that that's so multifaceted. Um, It kind of reminds me of Instagram versus Vine. (laughs) But I think it's kind of cool because TikTok is a little bit shorter. There are a couple of different aesthetic things that you're able to do, but I'm still sticking with Instagram as my leader um, in this whole thing. I just can't fully master it yet, and I'm not a good dancer. So, like, boomerangs are my thing. Like, I excel in boomerangs. But for some Mm -hmm. reason, this TikTok, this little dance craze, like, I can't all the way get into it. But I do think that it's a major driver for the generation to come. So people that are in that 16 to 20 range, they're about to drive TikTok up a wall, just like we drove Vine up a wall. So I think it just depends. Um, But Instagram definitely is the leader right now. And I think that right now, this is a great time for Instagram to continue to be a leader and figure out more social ways for us to interact with where it's curating experiences and events through Instagram now, like, You have to pay. I've seen people have to pay $5 to even get access to um, live streams now. There's some different things that they're that they're doing, which I think is going to further make this um, social media presence an actual optimal business for a lot of different people. 
social media is now becoming a business model that people can actually turn to. That's crazy. The live stream business model is crazy. I'd like to shift now into industry. Um, you mentioned it before. You've got a mix of different promotions for your event curations as well as social media expert. Um, can you define your industry anymore or does that, does that cover it pretty well? I apologize. Can you repeat the actual question at the end? Can I define? Yes. yes. I'm, I'm starting off shifting into your industry, talking about a definition of the industry. We talked earlier that your industry is kind of event curators. I'm just, I'm going into a question about COVID into the industry. We've talked about it as you and an individual, but talking more about the industry as a whole and the new world that's going to emerge on the other side. Just trying to start off with a small step of let's define what your industry is. So my industry is very much driven off of the art community. So arts, creative, marketing, fashion, branding, anything in that field um, would kind of be under my jurisdiction. So art, let's say art as a whole. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like you have the flexibility to be able to work straight with the creators so that you can capture it and document it and curate experience as well. As well as on the business side, if they need work done, I'm sure you can also go and find that work for them that's all local or, or not local. Absolutely. So impact of the arts. How do you think the arts are being impacted by COVID-19 through, through your observations of other people? Your network is very strong. You've been talking with a lot of people, and I'm sure you're seeing how they're reacting. Yeah. What has their response been in, uh, in the art community around covid Around I think pandemic. every artist is going to react differently and every artist's business structure is built differently. So for some freelance artists, I've seen them posting new photos and um, just different work that they've done in the past. And they're just selling prints and things like that um, for, through Instagram for money. But then it's also like the stability of that and like figuring out what to do. There's a lot of artists that have like art shows coming up or like, we're spending their last one X, Y, and Z. So it's a really tough time as, as a whole for artists. Um, I think I'm in a very unique situation and I don't represent that full community just due to the structure of like how I live my life um, and just the different resources that I have in addition to just social media um, for work. So with that being said, um, I think everyone is being affected differently. I do think that as artists, we probably have it the hardest because we don't, we already work from home. So we're not given a luxury or an additional stipend to do it. It's just a matter of how better, mm -hmm. how to further create beyond the normal art that you've done in the past. And it's really going to be an art level up for us in a way, because we are now stuck with just the supplies that we have and we have to make the best of it. And that's when true artists are born and they're able to really harness in and master their craft. And then the not so um, crafty will kind of have to figure that out. So it's definitely an area Ooh. of opportunity and growth thing, I think, right now, as far as artists. I know for a fact there is an artist grant through the Greater Columbus um, Art Council. I actually just applied for the grant. No shame in my game. Um, I would definitely recommend people to do some research into that. As long as you've had an event that was canceled or postponed through COV. COVID-19. How difficult is that to say? Can we just say corona? Coronavirus! Um, there you go. <laughs> an event that was canceled due to the coronavirus um, during this epidemic, 
if you have like you know the flyer whatever the details are and some sort of cancellation notice stating that you weren't able to perform your event whether that means that you just took a picture of the sign at the restaurant wherever you were having your event you know depending on how much money you estimated to make it that you can make up to a thousand dollars um per month while this is going on so we don't really know how long this is lasting but while the funds are disposable they are doing that and i believe that they award the money every wednesday but it has to be like it's an application so like you can either get approved for the grant or you could not so um this is a great resource i want to plug this in the show notes what is the website that people can go to how can people learn more about this i know that it's greater columbus art council.com i believe um but i can give you the actual link if you want to just put it in like a bio or something once we're done with this because i don't have it right now but i have no idea yesterday cool it's okay yeah i just wrote down greater columbus art council um and i'll I'll message you more about it afterwards that's an amazing resource Shouts out to Columbus for getting that together and supporting our yes, community. Absolutely. I was thinking this. So each day I've been doing a live stream meditation around COVID-19, whether it's a prayer or a meditation or looking at kind of the leaders and seeing what their mantras are right now. Um, this morning I was really thinking about how is the world going to change as a result? What are we seeing right now? And then how are we adapting? Um, And then I'm trying to see who are the leaders and how are they shifting? Like, for example, me running a tech company, I was just looking at Jeff Bezos and I was looking at the letter that he sent to his employees and each part of it. And we did a podcast where we just read that letter and we examined it and broke it apart. Um, You can hear it. It was actually dropped. Well, when this episode gets released, it will have been last week. But Bobby, for you and me, this episode was dropped like two days ago. And I think one of the things that Bezos has said is I'm changing everything and I'm focusing on this. And I think a lot of people are saying that right now. In my opinion, tech wise, I've seen a lot of people that are starting to experiment and I can name like remote work and increased streaming and digital purchasing and some other technologies and big trends that are emerging. But I'm really waiting to see who the leaders are who are doing the innovation as a result of this and who pivot the fastest and who emerges the leaders and are like, Oh, okay. That's the example. That's kind of who we follow at least for one, until we see a couple other innovators that show us how it's done. Um, would you say that the art community has started to see any leaders that are already showing a good pivot into this? Or do you think it's still, there's, there's still too much activity? It hasn't settled enough for artists to kind of lead away I yet. I think right now, the artists that are in a position to create that pivot are playing every. they're being very strategic I think as a whole the art community is trying to figure out how long is this truly going to last because true artists including myself um, you have ammo like you know I mean you have things ready for when it's time to drop so just like the coronavirus video like whatever the content for that week is that you feel like you need to drop it to express yourself you'll have it but it's just are we in this crisis for two weeks? Are we in this crisis for two months? What does the end of this look like for us um, as an epidemic? And then that's going to help us further figure out what innovation looks like to the consumer. Final topic I'd like to shift to is voice technology. 
the core primary listening group of this podcast are here for artificial intelligence and conversational AI. And my goal doing this podcast is to just increase awareness of voice technology to business owners, brand representatives, and other creatives in Ohio as a whole. So I don't know how much you know right now about Google Assistant, Amazon Alexa, Siri, but I would love to start the conversation off with, do you use any voice assistance on a regular basis? Do you use any assistance on your phone or smart speakers around your house? I guess first question, what kind of smartphone do you have? So do you, you have Siri built into the iPhone? Do you use Siri very often? Um, I do have Alexa. I don't use the voice portion often. Um, I don't really use the device often as a whole, unfortunately, but (laughs) I am familiar with the services. Um, I'm just, I don't know. Speaking out loud to myself is kind of cool, but I feel like it has to be more of an engaging type of thing. And I feel like with, I don't know, it's very interesting. I'll say that to say the least. Being engaging, I think, is very challenging to do in conversation in general. And to try to build that into an application where it's a robot trying to analyze how a conversation is going and to play it appropriately. I think that is a very, I think, I think one of the biggest challenges of voice technology right now is how cool it is. And as soon as you hear that you can talk to a computer, people have very high expectations. And then when they try it out and it doesn't meet their expectations on a human-like level, they immediately bail. And then they're like, well, I mean, it, it sucks. It's, it's just no, it does. Like you say, it's not conversational. I think one thing that's important to remember about voice is although it sucks now, it's built on artificial intelligence. So each conversation that's had increases the amount of data. And the best artificial intelligence algorithms operating in this age need three core things. They need big amounts of data. They need um, good developers. And they need high-powered computers. Now, all of our high-powered computers are in the cloud. So as long as you're building in the cloud, like you have built your entire business on cloud-based services. I'm assuming you use a lot of like Google Cloud, Amazon. Well, you use like Instagram, Twitter, all the social media or cloud-based services with APIs. Um, So next question. Are you familiar with any of the current voice leaders in Ohio? Are you familiar with any of the people that are driving voice technology business-wise or individual-wise in uh, Ohio? No, I'm not familiar with them. Um, to my knowledge, oh my this goodness. is the only like this is the only organization that I'm aware of that is doing this specific thing as far as voice is concerned. But I can't say that I know any leaders. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, okay. Let me, next broader question: Are you familiar with Alexa for musicians? I am familiar with the Alexa for musicians platform. Um, I know artists that I've like creative directed concepts for um, music that I listen to couple different vibes. oh and Anyone you want to shout, shout out? out oh my god there's so many of them i would hate to miss I i'm kind of putting you on the me. spot here so if they don't um, come I'm by i have to start with trig because that was one of the first ones that i saw um so like that song that whole sang and hangout crew anybody under that ross formation umbrella they're dope um cassius keys that's like my brother like left him to death yogi uh there's someone else that i'm missing tanika marie has one ladies love lonnie 
Shoot, there's so many. There's just many great innovators. Wow. I've seen already have it. Um, dang, someone just got it. Zay Finale. Um, a couple yes. people that I know. I just, I know, like, major, Asia, dollar, dollar sign Asia. Is that a thing? Yeah. Wow. So, I don't know. I don't have everyone's name pulled up in front of me, but those are the ones that stand out. Like, I do remember... I was gonna say, do you have the list pulled up? Because you're naming yeah, like everybody. This is cool. So I don't have the list pulled up, but if I did have the list pulled up, I can tell you like all the people I know on the list. Um, <laughs> it's it's people on the list. They're on the list. <laughs> okay, just from an outside perspective, you seem like someone who does not necessarily adopt voice technology. You think it's kind of uh, like hard to use, not conversational. I would say that you're probably in the majority of most people. But you've also named a lot of people that we've now gotten to work with who I think are driving culture here. So I'm, I'm curious then, I respect you as a culture driver. I also respect them as culture drivers. And just seeing how they are introducing it, what is your thought? Like, what's your impression of these musicians that are using voice technology and are adopting it for their brand? When you scroll through Instagram and you see it, or if you scroll through TikTok or any of the platforms and see them using it, how does that change your impression of their brand? I think there's a level of, um, what do I like? How do I like to say it? Like it's instinct, but it's also, it's kind of this thing that I recently have been researching. Fashion is about being visible. And something about visibly seeing someone do an accolade or like accomplish something to me is like half of the battle. So like the visual component of seeing the voice technology being recorded and then to know that you can get on Alexa and you can really ask, when's your next event, ladies love Lonnie? And he's like, sugar on Thursdays, whatever. And then you like go to the next person, mm-hmm. <laughs> play cash us keys where it doesn't say cash us correctly, but it's funny. So it's like, yeah. so like you go to the next yes. one, but it's like one of those things where it makes it more of a um, customizable I guess, social experience when you're able to identify um, things with that specific artist or creative on the platform. So I think that that's what really stands out to me with the technology. I think for me, though, on the back end, it's like, where would Bobby Couch fit into this whole equation? Because like, it's dope, but then it's like, it's gotta be crazy. It's got to do something wild that you're not expecting. So I think that that's what is next. We got to innovate something new. I, I want, like, my own app. <laughs> like, we just need a whole separate voice service for me. Like, I need a, I need something extra, something big extra. So, like, let's figure it out. <laughs> I was like, this technology is getting so easy. It would not be challenging for someone to just take a bunch of Raspberry Pis, throw them inside of a 3D-printed Buckeye, and then you can make the wake, wake word go bucks. And then you can ask it a whole bunch of Buckeye stuff and have the entire voice be uh, Urban Meyer. And you could brand that for so many different things right now. And it really wouldn't cost that much money. And I'm like, we could go into that. And I'm thinking this as I'm running. And then I'm like, nah, we already know what we're doing. I'll, I'll just say this opportunity later. And I'm glad you brought this up because this is the perfect opportunity to just put this out. If you're a listener and you have a community or you have a brand that's local and you want to build a technology that's all around them and someone can have a conversation and build all the hardware, technology's out there and it's free. Guys, message, message us, send us a voice message and let's have a chat where we actually talk through the details. I'll do a podcast and mentor you through it. Um, yeah. Bobby, there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do with technology right now and I'm sure Absolutely. you already know it. 
I know one big thing that I really want to do, which I don't know how possible this is, because I do want you guys to think about this. I don't know if those voice people, like if all the voice staff, is Amazon and Alexa listening? If y'all are listening, this is what I want next, please. I kind of want to do a fashion show with only voice technology. Like, I don't want a real host. I want it to be like the Wiz, like that's like the person that's like saying all the things like up next designer blah 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 like it's like this random voice from the clouds but it's so epic like it's just pre-recorded and then it just stays on beat like the fashion show is like a whole production and if it doesn't happen right at 705 it won't happen at all like you'll just miss your moment like it'll be directed like concerts going forward like I'm trying to be able to be able to innovate that far into the future so that once this quarantine is over, we have all new experiences. And I need stuff like voice to do that for me. So like that's what I would like to see next. Amazon, I'm going to be sending this to you, Mr. Jeff Blankenberg and Paul Cornwell. Let's get you guys in touch with Bobby Couch so that way we can get some Amazon funding behind us. Let's go. Let's step it up. New York Fashion Week can be changed forever. One voice at a time. Final question for you, Bobby. Um, how can people follow along with the Bobby Couch experience? Like, what is the best way, whether it's a website or social media? How can people be engaging with you during this quarantine so, or after? Very interesting. Bobby Couch, the social influencer, actually is recently been reincarnated. So he went through a social media death just recently. So he will not be active. However, you can find me at Fashionist Columbus. You can find me at Black Fashion Expo, as well as at the High End Affair um, during all these quarantines. So those are all on social media. And then as far as email is fashionistcolumbus at gmail.com, as well as fashionistcolumbus.com. We're going through a site renovation. So be patient with us. But probably early April, you'll start seeing brand new things on our website and things that you can start shopping and buying. Um, But yeah. Everything else is Bobby Couch. Bobby like brown couch like a sofa. You'll be able to find me just about anywhere. Bobby, thank you for joining us on the show. Do you have any final words or intentions just giving you an opportunity to blast your message out to the community right now and all the listeners? Do you have any final words um, to send out before we go? This shall pass. But in the meantime, get some rest, but always stay woke. It's Bobby Couch. Thank you, Bobby. Talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI.